morning and welcome. Please join me in prayer. As we know together that there is one source, one creator, one creative power that flows through all of the universe that creates by becoming its creation, by personifying as each one of us here, by becoming the trees, the rivers, the rocks, the mountains, the animals, the plants, and all beings radiate that love, light, peace, beauty, and truth that is God. So we remember that profound truth this morning and we align with it knowing that we are part of that. And on this beautiful midwinter morning, that is the 94th anniversary of the birth of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, I want to express gratitude that the dream he shared with us is the grandparent of our vision of a love-soaked world. It's half a century later and we still have work to do, but we are the heart, the voice, the hands and the feet of spirit moving through the human realm. And though our work is not done, we have made tremendous progress and we continue to do so. So I give thanks for that. I give thanks for the inspiration of Dr. King. I give thanks for the inspiration we're about to receive from Reverend Diana. And so I simply let this gathering this morning unfold, guided by spirit, knowing that it does so perfectly and joyfully. And we anchor this into being by saying together, and so it is. Amen. Good morning. So good to see all of you out on this beautiful morning. We prepare to move into our Teze meditative experience this morning. So if you haven't silenced any devices, I'd ask that you do that. Uh, because as we move into the meditation, it's nice to be able to stay with that flow all the way to the end. So we begin this morning. Uh, welcome to those here. Welcome to those online. Uh, we begin this morning by joining our voices together, bringing our uh, voices into one common uh, vibration. So you'll find the words. Yes, I find the words on the screen. Couldn't remember if we did that during Taze or not. Yes, we do. Welcome home to your mystic heart. Lay aside whatever came before. Let your start to guide you to heaven's door. Welcome home to your mystic heart. Lay aside whatever came before. Let your own intuition start to guide you to heaven's door. Welcome home. 
mystic heart lay aside whatever came before let your own intuition start to guide you to heaven's door to guide you to heaven's Dropping down deeper. we move more deeply into our meditative journey this morning with eyes closed or gaze turned downward, taking a slow, deep breath in. And fully arriving as we exhale. Bringing full awareness to the breath as it moves in and out. Noticing the space or the still point between the in-breath and the out-breath. Deeply rooted in peaceful presence. And together we enter into sacred ritual. We form and hold a powerful vision 
Together we envision a web of consciousness surrounding and infusing the earth. We see and feel ourselves to be a point of radiant light in that web. Can you feel the light that you are radiating from deep within you? Now expanding our awareness, we sense that same light shining in and from every human being with no exceptions. One by one, we stretch further acknowledging every creature as an expression of light. Every plant, every rock, and a grain of sand, awakening to the light that radiates from the soil and the water, from the clouds and the heavenly bodies. We know that there is no separation between us. We are all of one light, one life. We feel our inherent interconnectedness. As self-reflective beings, we acknowledge our personal responsibility and our role as caretakers. In sacred service to one another, to all life forms, and to the sacred Mother Earth. Grounded in our oneness, we consciously sense and feel our rootedness as we explore what it means to be rooted in sweet surrender. We know that in order to be rooted in sweet surrender, both our bodies and minds must be peaceful. Our speech must be peaceful. And our hearts must be peaceful. But this is not where the journey ends. In order to truly live a life rooted in sweet surrender, we must make peace with our past and peace with our future. There are grievances we hold against others past grievances filled with emotional charge. There are grudges we hold against ourselves, the could-haves and would-haves and should-haves. 
If only I'd done it differently. If only I had a fresh start, a do-over. We all hold these grudges. There are grudges that others hold against us because of things we have said or done. Moments when we were not impeccable with our words, our choices, or our actions. How are we ever to move forward in life if we are not willing to step out of the past? With one foot locked in the past, how far can the other foot take us? If we're unwilling to let go of the blame, anger, sadness, or resentment that we hold for ourselves or others, we stay trapped. Waves of emotion disturb our peace or even consume us, holding us captive to the past. Imagine how it would feel to let go of shame and guilt and remorse, blame, anger, victimhood, we each have the capacity to let it all go, if we're willing. We begive, begin by giving ourselves permission to loosen our grip on the past. The journey of healing begins with permission. Actions of the past do not define us. If we choose to break free of our self-imposed prison, we can. Shedding our victimhood is a choice. We are all worthy of a new start. Whether you are releasing yourself or another, ask yourself two questions. Am I truly sorry for what happened? And knowing everything I know now, would I choose differently? excellent questions to starting again in any and every moment. Whether we were a victim of someone else's choices or behaviors, or whether we have a regret, our steps from this moment forward will be the ones that define our lives. We can write a new story starting now. There is an ancient reconciliation practice that comes to us from the indigenous people of the Pacific Islands. You may be familiar with it. It is called the practice of Ho'oponopono, which means to make right again, 
to set right through prayer, repentance, and forgiveness. Repentance to think again, to change your mind. The idea is that before we can cut the ties that bind us to past grievances, we need to own our part in our emotional disturbances. Apologize for whatever role we played. Ask forgiveness. Feel gratitude for the experience. And connect to the thread of love that has been darkened by the disturbance. While we may not be at fault, it is powerful to acknowledge that we have chosen consciously or unconsciously to hold on. Today, you get to loosen your grip. Today, we enter into the ancient practice of Ho'oponopono. We are guided to a deeper cleansing and healing of whatever experiences still haunt us. We begin by acknowledging the Pacific Islanders and their beautiful traditions. May we be worthy of their intent, their generosity, their wisdom and blessing. Let's begin this practice by finding a point of pain or tension or dis-ease in your body. Something has caused this discomfort. We don't need to know what. As we did earlier this month, breathe into that place. Give it light. Give it warmth. Give it love. Feel that light and warmth and love expanding. And feel the letting go. Now say to this place in your body, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Now we call to mind the child you once were. Make eye contact. See that child looking back at you. Now say to this child, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you.
we bring to awareness the person that you were at some defining moment in your life, a time when you turned a corner, made a significant change of some kind, or maybe took a path that turned out to be less than beautiful. Look into the eyes of the one who made the defining decision. Say to this beloved, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Call to memory now the face of a caregiver from your past. This may be challenging, or it may be beautiful. Look into the eyes of your caregiver. Breathe. and say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Now think about someone that you may have hurt by your words or actions. Look into their eyes and say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Now look in the mirror. Make eye contact with the one you are now. Acknowledge any grievances you may be holding against yourself. Shame, blame, regret. And say to yourself, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Looking one final time in the mirror and seeing the most magnificent expression of yourself, your God self, 
Know that you are released in this moment as you speak to your inner divinity. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Take a moment to just breathe. May you be blessed with a wise and compassionate guide who can accompany you through the fear and grief until your heart has wept its way to your true self. As your tears fall over that wounded place, may they wash away your hurt and free your heart. May your forgiveness still the hunger of the wound, so that for the first time you can walk away from that place, reunited with your banished heart, now healed and freed, and feel the clear free air. Bless your new face. surrender has a negative connotation in our modern society. It is usually interpreted as giving up, as a failure to achieve some wanted objective, to lose control of a situation. In a world that values winning, surrender feels like loss. Humankind's long history of war has made us fearful of surrender. Losing the conflict puts us at the mercy of foreign strangers. We don't know what they might do, how they might treat us, how we may have to change. Actually, we live in an almost continual state of surrender. 22,000 times each day, we surrender a lung full of air so that we can take another breath. We surrender our balance momentarily each time we take a step. We give up the comfort of our bed each day so that we can go out and make a contribution to our world. We abandon our clothing to take a shower. And at the end of the day, we turn out the lights, surrendering our vision so that we may sleep. Surrender is necessary because it creates a space for newness in our lives. We cannot receive a gift if our hands are already full. 
and we cannot grow into our next yet to be without renouncing our old way of being. Like sacrifice, spiritual surrender is merely giving up what no longer serves us, releasing outworn beliefs, habits, and practices that have lost their value. We forfeit what we don't want to allow room for what we truly desire. As we enter the sacred silence, let us consider letting go of beliefs, opinions, or ways of being that no longer resonate with us. Let us lean into our faith that spirit is filling the empty space with divine gifts that empower us to be our highest self.
returning our awareness to our bodies, to the here and now, we feel a greater sense of freedom, free of that which is no longer meaningful to us, free to grow into the divine being we are meant to be. We celebrate this freedom with gratitude for the support of our beloved community. We give thanks to the divine source of our inspiration, of our courage to evolve, and of our very lives. Knowing that our spiritual growth benefits not only ourselves, but everyone we come into contact with, we know we are nurturing the evolution of humankind into its highest expression. Forgiving and releasing the past, letting go of all that has been, we bring ourselves fully into this holy moment, opening our hearts, minds, souls, and spirits to what is being born within us right now. We welcome the seeds of wisdom that Reverend Diana plants within us as she continues her message. And as they grow, we become more firmly and deeply rooted in sweet surrender. Joseph Campbell, master of myth, said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. We each have a treasure we are seeking and a cave we are unwilling to enter. What's your cave? Where do you fear to go? What do you fear to do? What is the thing that stops you from stepping into your power? What do you fear? Most often fear is based on a lack of trust. Perhaps you don't trust your heart or your head or the universe. Maybe there have been too many times you've second-guessed yourself. Trust is the secret to making peace with the future. You are already connected to everything you could ever desire or need. But you must trust. You must have faith to receive it. The Rabbi Yeshua spoke, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And your faith has made you whole. Faith is a sacred power. It requires no convincing. It is a deep trust, a felt sense or knowing that whatever is flowing through you flows through everything else. It has been flowing through the cosmos for billions of years and will continue to flow for all of eternity. Trust or faith 
is embedded at your very core. You can't think your way into faith. It ripens when you are ready to consciously invite it to emerge, to step out of the way and welcome it from the depths, and to lean into it as it rises to awareness. We're going to close our Teze this morning with a practice called Infinity Breath. Let's start making peace with the future and rooting ourselves in sweet surrender. Become aware once again of your breathing, of your breath. Slow, deep breath through the nose. In and out. Now slow your breath just a little bit more. Breathing so slowly that you can't hear your own breath. The breath goes silent. The quieter we become, the slower the breath becomes. Now without disturbing that silence, begin to paint the flow of breath into an infinity sign. Follow the breath as it moves back and forth. a closed loop. A cycle of trust that you at your core are infinite. Take another moment of silence painting the flow of breath. And surrender to the flow.
only one. I am that. You are that. I offer thanks to the one that I am at peace with the past. Knowing this as true for each one of us. I am at peace with the future. I consciously place my faith in the unfolding of spirit. In right timing and right order. I release, let go, surrender. And so it is. And so it is. Amen. 
coming back into this space, we open our eyes and our hearts and our minds as we're ready. Take a look at who is here celebrating with us this morning. This is your spiritual family, should you choose to adopt it for yourself. This is one of your support systems. These are people who care about you, who are there for you. We're social animals, we're interdependent. Community is very, very important. So as we close today, I apologize, we're going to have five minutes less in, in between times. I felt strongly about completing both of those processes today in the meditation, so I took that chance. As we close our meditation, we offer the opportunity for you to share of your financial good in support of our work, if you should choose to do that. And if you're joining us online, you can go to mysticheart.org and find a donate button and a mailing address. And while we uh, take this opportunity today, we offer a short video, again, from Farmer's Footprint. We just sponsored our third acre, you might know, for regeneration for with our lunch donations. That's where all of our lunch donations go. So this video today is three minutes long as we pass our basket. It's called Jewish Agriculture Week with Farmer's Footprint. Ancient Jewish wisdom really guides all that we do here on the farm. So there's a Jewish value called Ma'aser, and it states that every Jewish farmer should give at least 10% of what they're growing out to the community. And so we have taken that and increased it to be over 50% of all that we grow. Another Jewish agricultural law for a farming is called Pea. And Pea states that as a farmer, you need to leave the corners of your field to the orphans and the widow and the needy. And so here on our farm, we have designated our farm stand as our Pea. Another Jewish value we uphold here is called Orla. And Orla states that for a tree's life, the first three years, the fruits don't belong to, to us as farmers. So anything that's growing, we gotta chop and drop, feed it right back into the soil. On that fourth year, the fruits belong to God, and so you can only donate the fruit, and only on the fifth year can you benefit from the fruit. We have a Jewish value called Sa'ar Ba'alei Chaim, which is that treating animals in the most humane and dignified way. So we have chickens here on the farm. We have two flocks currently. Uh, they get rotated throughout the farm um, to help us with fertilization and you know create really healthy soil. Also give them a lot of our food scraps. We have another value called Bal Tashchit. And like the, the easiest way to explain it is do not waste having a closed loop cycle. That compost operation takes 120 days to become finished compost. And then we take that and put it right back into the earth. We love this concept of do not waste, of not wasting and, and we take it into all, all the things we do. Shemitah is kind of like the overarching, it's like the big, you know, the big law that under it comes all these other Jewish agricultural laws. So Shemitah happens once every seven years. All Jewish farms are following the same calendar, so all Jewish farms right now are in the Shemitah year, the Jewish year of 5782. The, the concept of Shemitah is letting the land rest and forgiving debt. 
and this ancient wisdom of saying, just like we need to let our bodies rest, we have Shabbat, the Sabbath. Every six days you work, on the seventh day, just rest, just be, don't do. So then the farmers have taken that into the land saying, it's the same, like, soil is alive with like, microbacteria and just so much happening in the soil. It's alive and it's giving so much to the plants. Just letting your land rest for a little bit for the year will do so much wonder. Like it'll, it'll, it'll just give so much to the soil so that your vegetables, your crop will be even healthier. One of the group of farmers that uh, Farmers Footprint supports, the Jewish agriculture farms. So we say thank you today for the many gifts that are offered in this place. We have so many people offering of their time and their talent, their skills, their love, their commitment, their treasure. It's just an amazing gift that we receive with open and grateful hearts. And so thank you, thank you, Spirit. Thank you, each one of you who are the hands of Spirit offering your gifts. And so it is. All right, we're going to sing you on out. Whether you choose to, to go home for your day, people come in, go have coffee. It, today it's not on the veranda because it's so chilly. It's in the office. So... Um, Feel free to grab some coffee and do what you need to do, and we'll start up our conscious conversation at 10.30. Sing you on your way. May your soul always find what it's looking for. May your heart always lead the way. May you live in peace and harmony. And may love always fill your day. May your path be strewn with happiness. May success find you everywhere. May you always embrace compassion and grace. And may God always answer your prayer. May you always embrace compassion and grace, and may God always answer your prayer. Shalom. Shalom. Good morning, Mystic Heart. It's good to see you out, out in this blustery day. Thanks for sharing your morning with us. And please join me in prayer now. As we know together that there is one thing going on here, and that is the activity of spirit moving into form, spirit expressing as each one here expressing as the life-giving rain, expressing as every one of God's creations, 
trees, rocks, mountains, rivers, lakes, raindrops, dogs, cats, human beings. All of it is God expressing and all of it is necessary for the full expression of that infinite one. So we celebrate that presence right here and right now, knowing that God is among us, Spirit is with us, and within each one of us here. I give thanks for that. I give thanks this morning on the 94th, 94th birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King. I give thanks for his inspiration. I give thanks for his dream that is the ancestor of our vision of a love-soaked world that we affirm every week. We still have work to do, but we know that we are the hands and feet, the heart and the voice of spirit in the human realm. And we do the work that is needed. We lend the consciousness that is needed. And we stay the course. So I give thanks for each person here today, knowing that as we share this consciousness together, share this time of worship together, that we are all uplifted, and that as we are uplifted, the world is uplifted. Humanity is uplifted. So with a grateful heart and with joy and gratitude that that is the case, I release my prayer knowing that it's already so. And we say it together, and so it is. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for opening the space with that beautiful prayer. Welcome, everybody. Good to see you all out this beautiful morning. I put out an email this week. I think we need a church. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. So feel free to join in. We're going to open with some upbeat music. If you want to stand, if you want to dance, if you want to walk, if you want to hug, what do you want to do? It's fine with us. We can't stop you from we here. We can't stop you. <laughs> Nor would we try. to the mystic heart join the celebration lift your voice and sing your part make this affirmation spirit made us family with loving hearts to share together we are joyfully practicing the possible through prayer and everything's possible so welcome to your mystic heart all right if you're not up yet i dare you to stay sitting everybody get up on your feet see the light in everybody you meet Everybody get up on your feet See the light in everybody you meet Let us be reminded of who we've come to be We are love, we are one One big family Hey, 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 hey Hey, 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 hey. yeah, yeah Let us make a joyful sound here we stand on holy ground let us make a joyful sound here we stand on holy ground let us make a joyful sound hey 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 
upon your feet. See the light in everybody you meet. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, don't sit down yet. Candace, there's room up front if you want. <laughs> okay, we're going to stand. What do we stand for? How about peace, love, and joy? Peace, love, and joy. Here we go. Let there be peace, I am a stand for peace, let there be love, I am a stand for love, let there be joy, I am a stand for joy, we are making a new world now. Let there be peace, I am a stand for peace, let there be love, I am a stand for love, let there be joy, I am a stand for joy, we are making a new now. Let there be peace, I am a stand for peace, let there be love, I am a stand for love, let there be joy, I am a stand for joy, we are making a new world now. Let there be peace, I am a stand for peace, let there be love, I am a stand for love, let there be joy. I am a stand for joy, we are making a new world now. Let there be peace, I am a stand for peace. Let there be love, I am a stand for love. Let there be joy, I am a stand for joy. We are making a new world now. We are making a new world now. We are making a new like it joining me as we jump into our love-soaked world getting our bodies engaged feeling the energy in this space feeling the presence of spirit moving through the body hands tingling energy moving through the arms energy coming up through the feet from the earth just moving up and through us and out, cycling round and round, bringing our bodies to life with God energy. So t we join together in sacred ritual. We feel the power of creation moving through us, through this space as we hold our vision of a love-soaked world where all humans are embodying and living from peace and joy and abundance, generosity, justice, and freedom. These are the living principles that guide our lives, where all humans practice loving kindness and compassion. Honoring and caring for our beautiful planet as the sacred home that she is. We are creating a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food, the safety and comfort of home, medical care, education, healthy relationships, 
right livelihood, creative contribution, and a deep, deep sense of belonging. A world in which all beings are valued and respected for their inherent goodness and light. Where the peace we cultivate within shows up as a world free of hatred and violence. We are creating a world that knows no greed, where there's absolute abundance and simply having enough where every being deserves and receives all that is needed for a rich, full, and fulfilling life. In this new world of our creation, every member of the human family serves as a caring and conscious vessel through which goodness is forever flowing. By the power of our collective intention, we craft a new template, a new way of living on earth. We will not lower our vision until it has come into form. Amen. Knowing with our whole hearts that such a world is not only possible but inevitable, we take the necessary steps toward its creation. We align our actions to support and nurture its graceful unfolding with complete faith that spirit is bringing it into form and experience right here and now we give thanks for it as we watch it come into be, and so it is. Amen. Ah, thank you so much for joining me every week. Whoops, oops, I flipped my microphone. I got all worked up. Thanks. I appreciate you fixing that. So I'm going to set a little context for our conscious conversation this morning. Our theme this month is rooted, just rooted. And we're talking this morning about being rooted in spirit, but rooted in sacred surrender is our topic. We're looking at what does it mean to be rooted in God by whatever name we call that. We began the month joining in practices that helped us to calm the body and the mind, knowing that this is the vehicle that we're given to be human present here on Earth. We used our physical and mental vehicles as tools for experiencing presence. We practiced finding the still point between breaths and stretching that still point. We practiced finding the still point between our heartbeats, between our thoughts, and awakening the peace that's always available within us. And then last week we talked about what it means to bring peace to our speech, awakening peacefulness in our speech, reminding ourselves that if what we want to say is not absolutely true, what else? Helpful, Helpful. and kind. kind. If it does not improve upon the silence, not necessary, okay? And we noticed that bringing peace to our speech helps bring peace to our hearts. It moves us in the direction of experiencing true compassion, helps move us out of judgment, 
into a sense of true curiosity about others. What is it actually like to be you? What is that like? During Teze this morning, we spent time with the deep practices of making peace with the past and then being at peace with the future. Because it doesn't work for us to stay rooted in God when our minds and our hearts are holding grudges against others, against ourselves, or if we're trying to control the future, the unfolding of whatever is happening. These are major distractions, right? Aren't they? Don't they distract you? They distract me. So if you weren't here, you might want to check that out online because as I looked out in the room, it seemed like it was kind of powerful for some folks. But for now, I want to spend a little more time with these topics of past, making peace with the past, making peace with the future, and this time asking some questions and sharing experiences, speaking from our collective wisdom. So does that sound okay to you? Sure. All right. First question, what does it mean to forgive? What does it mean to you when you say, I'm going to forgive somebody? What's that mean? Release. Let go. Let go, release. Drop the resentment. Drop the resentment. Not think about it anymore. Not think about it anymore. Come Maybe. to peace with. Come to peace with. Except, I heard over, oh, hi, Don. Good to see you this morning. Yeah. Like sometimes it means that you're, <coughs> you're um, letting go of your um, right to be whatever, angry, okay. resentful about something, and basically saying, uh, I give up that right. I give up the right to be angry or resentful. <coughs> How many times have you heard people say that? I have the right to be upset right now. <laughs> I have the right. And my response is always, yes, you absolutely do. And how is that working for you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is all right. We can do whatever we choose to do with our own emotional state. Yeah. I think it's important to remember that forgiveness doesn't mean condoning the behavior that happened. Bingo. Good. So forgiveness doesn't mean condoning a particular behavior and saying it's okay that you do that, you know, say again to me or whatever. April? I think forgiveness for me is like a releasing the negative energy inside myself around the situation mm -hmm. enough to be able to see the other person as a perfect and flawed human being and and be able to meet them yes. but still protecting myself but sure that that resentment is poison no. it is on the inside mm -hmm. of you and they always say like uh, resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to <laughs> <sit>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice thank you Candace Cavalia I'm sorry <laughs> I'm trying very hard um, so deeply wired I second that and I guess the only, the only way I've been able to find forgiveness is just to really recognize 
the other person and where they're at and have compassion. It's the only yeah. thing that will alchemize that for mm -hmm. me. The letting go is not enough. The yeah, that's the only thing that works for me. So true compassion for where somebody is mm -hmm. in their own journey. Just letting them be there. Letting them be there. What I found when it came to forgiving somebody that really hurt me is realizing that they did the best they know how mm -hmm. from what they learned and what they experienced. Right. And they're coming from a place of their wounds. And when I realized that, it was easier for me to understand and forgive somebody that they're, we're all working on our own stuff. Right. Yeah. So your own beautiful way of representing what Kabbalah just said, too. Yeah. Heather. To second both of them, the, what's worked the best for me is to see them as a, a child, as, as look for their inner child, and then yeah. I can, I can have so much more compassion for that person. I'm able to have that compassion yeah. if I see them as a child, yeah. that they once were. Yeah. Nice. See them as a child. Um, forgiveness for me is less about the other person and more about decoupling from this belief or this insistence that I've been harmed. Oh. So really your release is about letting go of the idea that <coughs> someone else has or even can harm you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. that I've harmed myself. Harming myself. Drinking that poison. <laughs> or allowing. Or allowing. Yeah. So what does it do for us then when we, um, when we forgive? I know you're sort of dancing around what that does for us, so what does it do, Lucinda? It releases me from the anger. Okay, releases you from anger, Max? It opens up a positive area to connect with the person. All right, so it opens up a positive space in which we can now connect with one another. He said it. For the love to flow in. All right. It also uh, releases us from victimhood. It releases us from feeling like the victim or playing the victim in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Some, some imagery that I shared with you previously was mm -hmm. about removing the stone at the flow of the river of the heart. And yeah. when I read that, there's something that really shifted in me, it was like I was removing just an obstacle that was there to let uh -huh. it flow, and it wasn't very challenging. Removing the stone <laughs> of the heart. That, that is a powerful image. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Chris? It's a way to reclaim our own power. A way to reclaim our own power. So stepping back into our own God-given power. Nice. Forgiveness also is Forgiving that person, but realizing that you won't let them do it again. Okay. Amen. So there you go. Yeah. You don't have to let that happen again, do you? Forgiveness releases both parties from spiritual bondage. Releases both parties from spiritual bondage. Okay, so during Teze, this is, <coughs> you guys are so wise. I love all of the wisdom flying around this room. This morning we did uh, the practice of Ho'oponopono, and we did a, a full release of all kinds of things, a full forgiveness of all sorts of things. And in that practice is a willingness to look at whatever it is that we are in need of forgiving, 
and telling it that we are sorry <coughs> and being grateful for the experience as well. So that gratitude piece, I want to kind of pivot us to that right now. So in the process of forgiveness, when we are acknowledging the part that we play, because that is an important piece. It's not that we necessarily created something or caused something to happen that affected us that way, but we are the ones hanging on to that sense of uh, not forgiving. We're hanging on to the grudge or the grievance. So that's, that may our, be our part. We may have a part that, you know, well, we put ourselves Maybe we had a sense inside of us this wasn't the best person for us to be around or this wasn't the best job for us to take or situation for us to be in, and yet we didn't listen to that and we put ourselves there. So maybe that's our place, our part. So whatever the part is that we play in it, we have to acknowledge that. And then this practice, this uh, Pacific Island practice says that the next step is to be grateful for the experience. So let's talk about that. What does that bring up for you when, well, I'm you know? <laughs> is there any way that we can just rewind for a second? Because I feel like there's just a little bit of maybe bypassing going on where, <laughs> and I'm sorry to bring this up, but it's an important part of the process. Sure. Where we really do have to recognize what another person's actions and behavior absolutely have been. absolutely and even in ourselves our mm -hmm. own actions and behavior and hold right. ourselves accountable accountable and yes. this is a bit of the you know maybe some one wants to call it shadow work but right. i don't think the process can move forward right because there will be no real change without looking to the polarity mm -hmm. the, like I'm all for owning my right. own stuff and that power, but right. there's just that piece that's really important, and that's, mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Well, being that this isn't a weekend retreat, right. I have to kind of pick and choose where I was trying to go. i queen, so. Right, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can ask anyone taking my classes. We, we do our work that way, and but, I agree with you 100%. And then the gratitude, like, can yes. come right. after. Yes, absolutely. Not trying to bypass, just yeah. acknowledging the format that we're working in, right? <laughs> so I'll thank you. Speak to it. <laughs> no, thank you for bringing that up, Mark. I don't have to be afraid of the feeling of being sorry anymore. It can be a release into mm -hmm. some positive, mm -hmm. creative, new experience. Yeah. No fear around being, feeling, feeling so, feelings of any kind. Used to think sorry meant penance and oh, I, I did such a bad thing right. and now I deserve to be punished. Mm -hmm. No, I don't mm -hmm. need to. No. Changing our association <coughs> to that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Thank you. John. Yeah, I look at uh, instances, experiences in my life um, where I've had uh, the opportunity to forgive for some transgression that somebody has done that I think somebody's done. And it's given me the opportunity to look at my part of it and see how, how I have, what I can do to make myself a, uh, be a more loving person. Right, and yeah. And that, and that way, I, in some ways, I, the person that I need to forgive is actually doing me a favor. 
Right. Showing right. me, so, showing me something. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. I, I need something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. can own that part that is yours. <laughs> and let me say that that sometimes can mean I'm going to own this part and be at peace with the part I played in it, and I'm going to remove myself from this person or situation. <clears throat> Not going to keep beating my head against the wall necessarily with a repetitive situation. So it sometimes means that too. So I got hands, I got one, two, three, go ahead. <laughs> I had something recently with um, noticing some resentment towards my father mm -hmm. for not interacting as much as I would have liked him to when I was little. And through um, me taking my responsibility and as being this ornery little boy uh -huh. who was driving him crazy, <laughs> driving him nuts, he, was, he had eight children in his lifetime. Ooh. So it was, yeah, but anyhow, so there was a lot of stuff there and I had acknowledged my part as a ornery little boy mm -hmm. and his part as an overwhelmed man trying to provide right. for all these people. Right. So I was able to forgive him in that way, noticing that I had a part in it, noticing yeah. that he's doing his best, like you had said a moment ago. Right. So stepping yeah. into my power, noticing that I'm the one right. holding on to this. Right. And then saying gratitude for my father for all he did. There you go. So. And that's really empowering for you to be able to move forward in your life. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Dave. Well, it seems like all this stuff is for grist for the mill. Mm -hmm. it, uh, grist it for the mill. For, it's for our own benefit that we experience these uh, things because, right. until, you know, what, what else does it matter than you waking up and going, oh, I'm caught in this little thing, and right. this isn't what's happening. Really. All little Sweet. opportunities for us to wake up. Yes. All right. Thank you. April. I think it's also a really important chance to grow. Mm -hmm. you know? Yes. <clears throat> and, and that does come with responsibility for your own actions and words. And so if I'm placed in a situation where my reaction wants to come out as anger or or to right this wrong or justice or you know lash back just as hard or whatever it is it's my responsibility and it's my gift to be able to stop and sit in that and decide who do i want to be who do i want to be what helps me grow and what are the things that have held me in place and if and and it's also a wonderful time to shine a light on those things that do come up to the surface. Mm -hmm. Do I want to lash out angrily? And if I do, I should probably do some more work on my anger. Mm -hmm. right. I should probably look right. at my temper. Mm -hmm. yes. and, and every time I grab that uh -huh. thing that wants to bubble out, and I change it into patience right. and kindness mm -hmm. and understanding, that's me working on my journey of growth. Right. The other person can be whatever they want to be after our exchange, but I'm the one who has to walk away with me. Yeah. That's right. Each one of us walks around with ourselves. No matter where we go, there we are. Can't get away from it. You can't get away from it. There's no way. Yeah, that's right. All kinds of ways to escape. It doesn't work. So in your own life, what are some of the blessings, if you want to share a blessing or two, that has come to you from a past challenge, something you've overcome or forgiven or stepped away from, or resilience. Okay, resilience. All right. Uh, my mom did the best she knew how, 
And so I grew up to, and I did the opposite of what she did and became a really <coughs> good mom. All right. So sometimes we learn by example. We learn by non-example. We learn how we want to be. We learn how we don't want to be. It's all learning, all good learning. There's gratitude, too. Gratitude. Okay. Yeah, uh, Lucinda, then Michael. Peace and humor. Peace and humor. You gotta laugh at some of this stuff. You got, I, I gotta laugh at myself a lot. I catch myself starting to do something and go, oh, come on. 32 years of what? Meditation, practice, prayer, study. What was that? But you caught it soon. But I caught it and I laughed. So you can catch it and laugh, you're gonna do okay. Michael? Uh, forgiveness for insensitive adults when I was a child. Ah. Forgiveness for in, uh, of in, uh, insensitive adults. You were a child, yeah. We had some of those. I recently released some deep family resentments, mm -hmm. and uh, that was so restorative to my self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. It really is healing. It really is healing. So I've, I've heard. We've all heard that which doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a lack of things coming up, and I guess over the years I've just really felt like it's come up because it's come up to be healed, and right. there's things to heal on both sides. And so, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't coming up, then these things wouldn't be shifting or healing. So right, yeah. It's just really the gratitude of, of being with the process. They do come up to be healed. They're calling for that healing, Kavalya. Today is my, would have been my grandmother's birthday, mm. and she was a real toughie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, as everyone being a mirror for ourselves and our own behavior and what we want to take from our ancestors and generational line, I really have to look at my issues around wanting to control. Mm. She uh, really taught me yeah. a lot about that, right. control and judgment, so yeah. I'm grateful actually. For those experiences. Yeah, they really are helpful. They help us transform from who we currently are being to who we want to be, who do we want to be in the world. So that's a perfect segue, actually. So looking at making peace with the past is the one process we looked at this morning. Then we looked at making peace with the future. So what's that mean to you? to make peace with the future? Not hold expectations. Okay, not hold expectations. <coughs> not to try to push it in the direction you think it should go. Oh, not try to push it in the direction you think it should go. We let go and let God. Let go and let God. Prepare for change. Prepare mm -hmm. for change. Oh, we should all be <laughs> fully engaged in that right now, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trust. Sense of openness and willingness. Openness, willingness. Invoking the magic. Invoking the magic. Yeah. <clears throat> Letting go of the thought that I know best how it should work. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you want the outcome. Uh huh. And you, and you try to manipulate and maneuver and move all the chess pieces so that that outcome will come. Uh -huh. And maybe you will get to that outcome, but maybe the journey was not what it could have been. <laughs> right. <laughs> Would you have just let 
spirit or the universe or whatever you right. believe in guide it along its path. Absolutely. all your hands tapping the balls back and forth. Right. To be in flow. <laughs> the interesting thing with that is the journey might not be what it might have been and actually when you get there that thing might not actually yeah. be what you thought it was going to be and yet you forced it into place and you have manifested your way to it yeah. and then there you are with it. <laughs> it's like, now what? Because manifestation, if you're forceful enough, it does work. Thinking that I know what's best for my own future. Right. Mm -hmm. Thinking you know what's best. Did you have your hand up a second ago? No. Okay. And there's no one to blame. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one to blame. Being open to all the infinite possibilities. So being open to infinite possibilities. I almost have the opposite issue where I leave everything open and have no right. direct path or yeah. goal to follow. So there is when a I middle somewhere. Yeah, there's a middle way. <laughs> there's a middle way. Um, so that can be a danger too. Wide open, completely wide open. Chris? Interestingly enough, we get back to that place anyway. Right. So <laughs> avoidance and denial is not going to help. Right. Yeah. Avoidance and denial don't help. Process mark. Every day is an opportunity to find a new perspective and see things a little differently mm -hmm. than you ever have. Yeah. Every day is a new opportunity to see things differently. But there has to be an openness a desire and a willingness to see things differently. So that means we can't be stuck with the way we, like April said, the way I see it is the only way, is the right way, the correct way. We need to let go of the need to control. We need to let go of the illusion of control because yeah, we actually better. don't control Thank you. too much of anything. <laughs> we have, I think, the that we're empowered to control our own thoughts and words and actions, should we choose to, and the way that we experience what happens to us and around us. But outside of that, do you know what's going to happen 10 minutes from now? 10 months from now? 10 days, years from now? We don't. We don't have any, you know, we think we know. I think you said something interesting about we can't control the I think what we control is are we going to attach to that thought? Because I think mm -hmm. thoughts come to us. And, right. You know, we might even look, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And is it something we want to attach to and yes. nurture into right. action? Yes. Thoughts arise. Do I want to entertain this thought? Or do I want to just let it keep on going and shift my mind to some other thought? <clears throat> that, that is the choosing point. So somebody, people have been throwing around trust for the future, faith. What, is, what does it mean to have faith? Or trust, whatever word you like best. Knowing that whatever happens is working out for me. Whatever yes. happens is working out for me, no matter what it looks like mm -hmm. or how I thought it should look. To let somebody else take the reins for you. 
How many of us in this room have a really easy time letting somebody else totally take the reins for us in our lives? <laughs> Yay, congratulations. <laughs> so do you think we all have the same amount of faith? Yep. Yeah? Yep. Just a matter of Explain. where you apply it. <laughs> where do we place our faith? Okay. We're all faith machines. But what do we have faith in? We have faith in the goodness of the universe and all needs being met and this being goodness unfolding no matter what it looks like. Or do we have faith in if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. If you think that, that's what's going to happen. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So we all have faith. What's the opposite of faith? Doubt. Okay, doubt. Fear. Disbelief. Stupidity. Stupidity. Okay. Indifference. Indifference. Yeah. Or ignorance to the truth, you might say, instead of stupidity. <laughs> ignorance to the truth. Okay. What forms can doubt, or whatever you want to name it, what forms can that take in our being as we move through the world? Sickness. Okay, sickness. Unwillingness. Unwillingness. Complaint. Complaint. Well, fear and anxiety have a huge energy ball mm -hmm. that comes with them, and it can manifest in so many different ways health problems, your, yeah. your breathing changes, you're not oxygenated correctly, your muscles are tight, your blood pressure rises. There's all these things that come from that energy, from that fear, right. from that anxiety. And, you know, it just, it just consumes you in a way if you don't grab hold of it and, right. and transmute that energy. Absolutely and true. all negativity. The root of all of those things, any health uh -huh. things, any mental things, it's all tension yeah. in the body. Okay. Tension. I think all that, yeah, they're like, those are on point, but my yeah. brain keeps going, it keeps me safe. My head's on swivel 24-7 when I go, I got, got my mace, I got my knife, I got this, I got that. I'm watching, you better, don't come near me, back up. I said no. Like, that's how my mind works on the daily. I'm just saying, that is how I live, and guess what? I'm still here, so. You are? <laughs> are you willing to let it be different at some point? Sometimes I am. Sometimes yeah. I'm comfortable, I feel good, I'm right. in my body, I'm in flow, but there's a lot of times yeah. that I'm very much especially with my kids right. out and about I'm very protective yeah and we, ha we all have our alert. past experiences and our reasons why we build yeah. these protective I'm just saying I don't you know, in that sense I don't think there's anything wrong about it right. like, we live in a world where crazy stuff happens <laughs> sorry well, we just, we do and there saying. are different ways of living in that craziness yeah. Yeah. yeah there are David and then Mark so it only seems like we have two choices we either live in fear or, or act in love. I mean, okay. Yeah. That, you know. Yeah. I'm sure, there's a lot of in betweens everybody's looking at, but you're you're either caught in fear or you're expanding in love. That's sort of the bare bones of it, huh? That's the bare bones. Yeah. All right. I wanted to mention the the need to find an escape. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, okay. Uh, I guess uh, lead us not into temptation. Yeah. 
So when you feel that <coughs> urge to escape from something, question where that's coming from. Wise, wise words. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, let's not confuse fear with danger. Right. Those are two entirely right, separate right, things. Right. Fear yeah. is a, me, probably imaginary perception of a future right. event or thing that has not, yeah. I may not take place. And danger is like, yeah, you should probably not go walking around at midnight with your wallet hanging out and, you right. know, right. You know, two <laughs> different yeah. things. So. Yeah. Yeah, the common sense things that we really should be aware of and that, you know, things happen. Don't go hiking at midnight with meat in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> John. No, I'm going to respond to um, uh, the idea that um, faith, the opposite of faith would be fear and anxiety. I'd like to, t to for me, it's worry. Uh -huh. It's just worries, like my mind, yeah. running, what's going on. And it is fear and it is anxiety, but I find a, a worry is more personal. It's more. Uh, right. It's not a. It's not a danger. It's my mind running scenarios. Right. Yeah. 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 So worry is a form of anxiety. It is a, a form of fear. It's just a form it takes as your mind ruminates and ruminates about all of the possible <coughs> awful things that might happen. When I hear protection, I don't feel like it's. Uh, I feel I feel a bit more as a being aware and being present mm -hmm. and just uh, you know acknowledging my space and, right and you know we're not acting you know if there's no reason for the fear it's um, right there's no actual danger then it just yeah subsides but and we always have that awareness and really it's just that presence right being here in my space now seeing my space for what it is and mm -hmm. and being present to where you stand in that yes yeah Beautiful. Thank you. Chris. I was listening to volume and I was listening to David and what arose to me, okay, where is this, where, what causes this tension? And so as I'm listening, I see the tension being between our human habits and our spiritual nature. So mm -hmm. we're in <coughs> the tension and how can we marry the two so that they become kind of the one thing. But so I think the tension that we're experiencing is from our human nature and mm -hmm. our spiritual, inner spiritual nature. Yeah. Yeah, you've got your animal biological survival right. instincts. Right. And then you've got your faith in God, your, your mind, your higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, there are, the, the, you, you do need to figure out how to work with both of them. Right. Body, mind, spirit, all one, operating, emotions, psychology, all of it is, is part of this one human being that we've been called to be at this time on the planet. And so that we're pulling in the same direction. All right. Those pieces Body, mind, spirit, in the same direction. emotions, all moving forward together. Yeah. Sandy. Um, I wanted to say that when it gets hard, if we remember one time where we got an answer to our prayer, mm -hmm. and we focus on that and we show gratitude, we're focusing in a positive direction and we're looking for the next mm -hmm. need to be met, the next prayer to be answered. Right. And I find it a lot easier to be yeah. at that place. Mm -hmm. So this prayer was answered. I have no reason to believe that mm -hmm. this one also mm -hmm. won't be. And it may or may not be answered in the particular form mm -hmm. that
that I have in mind. Yes. And that's okay too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bob? And then James? And then These Kim. comments reminded me what we're learning in class. Yeah. Evolutionary impulses. Uh huh. And how to study that and realize God or Spirit is within us all. But we have that evolutionary impulses from even 50,000 years ago. But right. It's in all of us. Yeah. call it fight or flight or, <coughs> or go to yeah. church instead. There's a whole <laughs> there you go. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in us all the time. You are correct, sir. James. Uh, I've been in spaces with my family before that have felt um, uh, uh, intellectually it would be characterized as dangerous. Why would you do that with your family? Right. Out in the snow in a travel trailer for three <laughs> months with toddlers. Yeah. Um, and everything was fine. Everything's great. But people have said, "What are you thinking?" But then I've been in spaces where <laughs> it's vacation in Mexico, and I look around and I go, you know what? I think we need to get out of here. Uh -huh. And I have no idea why. I've got some base things I kind of see. I've got a sensation, and I trust that maybe animal instinct that you just said. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, and we depart. Yeah. <clears throat> You're listening to that inner guidance, right. that higher wisdom. And so far yeah. it seems to work out. So far that, that <clears throat> doesn't, doesn't let you down, yeah. for sure. Okay, I'm, oh, I'm one sorry. More. One more, and then I'm going to okay, pivot all right. us on. Cause when I go I into am. fear or when I go into anxiety uh -huh. about my future, yeah. I stop and take a breath, and then I go into gratitude about what I already have and what God's already given yeah. me. Yeah. And it's amazing, even when I'm sad, which is very seldom, I really get high. I really get excited. Well, thank you, God, for my car that always starts, and my dog, and my kids, and my apartment, and my bed my health, and then all of a sudden I bring up my vibration and I'm happy, and then yeah. the future, I have nothing to do with it other than just be here and wait for it. Right, so you're present in the mm -hmm. moment now. Right. And that's being at peace with the future. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm skipping a bunch of stuff, as I usually do. <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead and connect some dots have us connect some dots. So the theme for today's gathering is rooted in sweet surrender. First of all, just a raise of hand. Anybody triggered by the word surrender? Used to be heavy duty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That one can can get to people because it it's like giving up, right? Uh, quitting. Letting some losing. Yeah, in our culture, it's it's a, a trigger word sometimes. But it literally means um, to let go or from its roots to go over and above in giving back. Mm. Oh, I like that. To go over and above in giving back. That's where the roots to the word come from. So how does making peace with the past and the future tie into surrender? You've all been talking about it all morning long. How's that tie together? Forgiving is kind of going above and beyond if somebody really did okay. do you wrong. Yeah. It can be like, you know, you're letting go of that. Right. When they may not, real, you know, deserve it, I guess you could say. But yeah. So that's kind of going above and beyond. Going above and beyond by using the practice of forgiveness when we really feel hurt. 
I'm reminded of the analogy of turning the other cheek or mm -hmm. of, uh, walking one mi two miles instead of one mile or giving uh, not just your coat but your robe off your back. Uh -huh. And it's kind of this idea that it's not saying that you need to be submissive, but it's saying that I am recognizing that um, there is um, that I can be that I can be generous in, in something that is not maybe not positive. Beautiful. Yeah, submissive and generous are not the same thing at all. I mean, they're they're too different. So not seeing it as being submissive is very empowering to see it as I can choose generosity. I can choose to give more than I'm being asked to give because it feels good, because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's interesting to consider that we have to put something down mm -hmm. in order to do that. We okay. have to surrender or sacrifice. Right. No, I don't like the word sacrifice, but surrender something, uh -huh. right. some sort of resistance to really give from that place. Yeah, I have to put something down. And just to help untrigger a little bit with sacrifice, not that you have to like the word, but the root goes back to to make sacred. So that's what a sacrifice actually is the making sacred of something. Chris? The other thing that occurred to me is if, if we don't let go of the resentment, mm -hmm. it colors our future, it colors our, right. our worldview. Is, right. this a, is this a friendly universe? Well, no, that person hurt me. Yeah. And I'm still resentful of that. Then that's going to cover color color what uh, what my future right. looks like to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, holding on to that resentment definitely colors the future. Surrender so to me is <coughs> just simply meaning that you are caught somewhere in the past, or you uh -huh. are focusing on the future. So it's just about gaining the presence. It's about right being here now and seeing <coughs> what is before us now because there's <coughs> always something there for us now right but if we get caught up and we will never find it right if we're caught up we're distracted and so whatever the gift is in this moment can go right on by yeah that's powerful <coughs> i see surrender as putting down an older or old perspective mm -hmm. in service to a higher Putting down a, a perspective or a view that no longer serves me in exchange for a more awakened, a more enlightened way of seeing that might serve my life better. Cool. So living this life is not for wimps, <laughs> right? Walking the spiritual path is not for wimps. It demands that we become more emotionally mature more psychologically stable, that we explore the shadow places that lurk within us. Absolutely. All of that as a foundation for our deep communion with spirit. Until we've done that work, um, our humanity gets in the way of connecting with our divinity. It gets in the way. We really don't have any other choice. <laughs> Hate to be the one to say the words. But our life is our path. Um, there's no stepping off the spiritual path. People say, well, I took about five years and I was really off my path. No, you weren't. 
It was part of your path. That was your path. Just because we're not meditating every morning or praying or doing our practice, whatever that is, in a conscious way to be spiritually connected, does not mean we've left our path. We act as if wandering off and losing our focus, putting down those conscious practices, there is only the path. Got that? <laughs> There's only the path. Even when we choose not to work it, Spirit's working us. We're being worked. Lucinda. <laughs> we can definitely hide for as long as we feel called to hide. And it might be a, a hiding that is very nourishing. It might not be a hiding at all, but a diving in to the roots of who we are to take some time to be nourished. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's part of the path, too. But sooner or later, if we get too involved in um, things that are not uplifting us, ways of being, groups of people, whatever it is, at some point I believe that we, <laughs> we come back to asking ourselves, what was I doing last time I was feeling good? What was I doing last time I was feeling connected and in the flow and life was moving along, you know, joyfully for me. What was I doing? And then we might have the response. I don't know. Do you have this and this that talk to each other? I do. You might have a response that says, oh, yeah, maybe the work I was doing was having an effect. Maybe it was important. Maybe having the support of spiritual community does make a difference in my life. So spending time with like-minded people does help me stay focused and moving along in my, in my journey. So I'm going to close us with an affirmative prayer today to help us stay awake. There is only one all-knowing and forever expressing presence. One source of all that is. I call that one God, spirit, life, power, infinite intelligence, great spirit, love. And that one is living its life, their life, as me. And as you. Only through humanity can God experience being human. Can experience a whole lot of other things through all of the rest of its creation. But it is through our hands and feet and hearts and voices and service that God gets the full experience of being human. So right here and now in this moment, I commit myself to staying awake to aligning myself more and more closely with the qualities of spirit. I consciously choose to let go of all of the ties that bind me to the past so that I'm free to be present and to grow into the highest possible version of myself. I release any need to control the future 
trusting completely in the goodness of life and in the giving nature of spirit. All of my needs are always met when I choose faith over fear, generosity over greed, compassion over indifference. As I move through the coming week, I make time for quieting the body and calming the mind. I practice peaceful speech, when, which contributes to my peaceful heart. Rooted in sacred surrender, I accept each moment as it comes. God knows what it's doing doesn't need my advice or my opinion. I step into the flow of good, fully receptive to all that is inherently mine. So deeply grateful for our time together today. Deeply grateful for each one who's chosen to share in conversation and communion and celebration. I say thank you. Grateful for the power that moves my word into form and experience. I release my prayer trusting that it has already done its work and it continues to do its work, creating a flow of grace in every one of our lives. Rooted in sacred surrender, I let go and I let God. And together we say, and so it is. Thank you for all your awesome sharing today. I am learning to let go of my need to control, not what's said and how much is said. I would be here all day talking, but the clock. I was programmed early on in my student life that a service is supposed to be this long, and I just am really having to work to release that. So thank you for your part in helping me do my work. <laughs> so I saw a hand go up. I don't even recall just now. Oh, Lucinda, go ahead. I was going to say the illusion of control. The illusion of control. That's right, the illusion of control. So every Sunday we invite you to offer of your financial support of our community and the work we're doing in the world, should you choose to do that. So we offer a time now. Um, and each week. If you're with us online, you can go to mysticheart.org and you'll find a donate button. You'll also find our mailing address. We also have a gracious giving program for those who feel like they want to make a, a monthly committed gift. So there's always information online or from any one of us about that. But as we move into this time of giving, we're going to put an affirmation up on the screen and I invite you to hold these words close to your heart because they really are heartfelt on the part of our, our leadership um, and our community. So if you'd like to say with me, as I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I offer this gift freely in the spirit of love, blessing and sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. 
And so it is. Amen. And so we're going to play a video today. Mr. Michael Beckwith, if you can sit still, I don't know what to tell you.
I see more in that video every time. I saw Jim, Jamie Lula in there. This oh, yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> okay, please join me in prayer as we give thanks for these gifts. I give thanks for the ultimate source of all good, which is spirit. I give thanks for each person that is that spirit of good, that source of good on this planet. So I give thanks for each of your gifts, financial gifts of prayer, gifts of love, gifts of volunteerism. All of it serves to build our ministry so that we can do more and more good in this world. So with a grateful heart, I just accept these gifts and we say together, and so it is. All righty, I'm going to invite you to a bunch of stuff. But Not, first, but first, but first, I'm going to give I you over to, to my beloved. I want to do one of these to Mrs. Angela French. Oh, she'll love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our online and social media diva. <laughs> she makes sure that we have something posted to Facebook and Meetup and Instagram on a daily basis. She creates the, uh, you'll notice that your Sunday reminders have gotten much more gorgeous lately. That's her creation. She sends that to me, and I just bump it along to you guys on the email list. So I just want to thank you for all of your hours and hours of time that you give to Mystic Heart with our promotion. Thank you so Remember, every minute you spend online saves me five minutes of being online. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Church of What's Happening Now. Tuesdays are filling up. We've, we start with uh, Kundalini Yoga with Kavalya, and uh, that's from 11 to 12.15 uh, p.m. And then, got oh, that's, that's a p.m., okay. And then... <laughs> Later on at 3 o'clock uh, is Michael Bordeaux's book club, and we're reading Lunch with Buddha, which is an absolutely delightful um, read. Uh, it's a sequel to Breakfast with Buddha, and we'll probably have dinner some, someday. Um, it's, it's, it's a terrific book, and uh, it's enjoyable even if you haven't read the first several chapters, so feel free to drop in. Um, the Wednesday class is closed, so we'll skip right over that. Um, Thursdays are even more packed. We've got uh, functional movement and yoga with Kavalya from 11 to 12, uh, 12.15. And then uh, fast track to wellness from 12.30 to 2.30. We bump that a little bit to make a little more breathing room between that and yoga. And uh, we cap the day off with uh, shining light on scripture. With uh, It's our metaphysical Bible study. It's from 3 to 5. So uh, drop-ins are available or are welcome to all of those. So, uh, but you must be present to win. <laughs> so, um, we're still looking for volunteers to help with the uh, uh, Junior Mystics program. So, if you're interested in that, uh, we're trying to get a group so that you only have to uh, come in. You know, you have to commit to once every uh, four to six weeks, four to eight weeks. So, um, if you're if that interests you, uh, talk to Tracy next door. Or even if you over just lunch. want to help out. Yeah. And if you want, yeah, if you want to just hang out there and see if it's yeah. something you want to do, you know, let us know that too. Uh, we don't want you to get in 
commit to something that, and then not know what you got into. So, um, looking ahead, Ellie Thompson would like uh, to tell you about her her uh, celebrating community event, the first one um, of many. <laughs> okay, so. How many times did you go to church and a girl walks up here with a good bottle of wine and a big stick of chocolate? My kind of church. Your, your kind of church. If you were having doubts, now you know. Um, so uh, my husband and I, since he's paying for all of this, um, we got to add him on there. On February 10th, uh, 10th at 6 p.m., Randy and I are hosting the first Celebrating Community Fundraising event for Mystic Heart. Our community fundraiser is a wine and chocolate pairing. You will sample two white wines and two red wines with milk chocolate, a white chocolate, a dark chocolate, and a surprise chocolate, and you don't know what that is unless you come. <laughs> so um, the movie we're going to watch is called Chocolate. I know a lot of you are familiar. It's a great Valentine, Valentine movie. And since it's kind of French-based, the food we're going to uh, have during the meeting is French themed. Uh, this will not be a formal sit down dinner, but a fix your plate, grab some wine or beer if you want to bring some, and head to the living room kind of meal. All right. The cost for this community fundraiser is $30, checks to be made out to Mystic Heart. And please text or call me if you want to attend. My phone number is on the back of the bulletin. Okay? Is that here or it's my house. So it, once I know who's coming, I'll get back to you with directions and a little bit more information. And too. because it's in our living room, the number of tickets are limited. Yeah, I have 10 spots, plus Randy and I will sit way in the back. Because, you know, when you sit and there's a big, we have a pretty big screen TV, but you, you, you know, you can't just be willy-nilly all over the place because you'll never see the TV. Okay? So it's so, the 10th or 11th? 10th. Oh. I think Friday was, night, I think, is the 10th. Because our anniversary is yeah, the 14th. So. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yeah. that it's a tent. Yep, okay. I told him Sorry, you don't get the wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that's going to be fun. All right, and tasty. <laughs> and uh, looking ahead, uh, on February 5th, or maybe 6th, um, <laughs> whatever that Sunday is, Anton and Laura are going to join us and, and do the music. So if you want to uh, hear some great music, uh, please be put that on your calendar. Make sure you join us for that. And we're having another sound bath meditation on uh, Wednesday, Tuesday evening. Excuse me, Tuesday evening, <laughs> February 7th. I should just turn this way. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Sherry Barrett is going to uh, grace us with her presence again. And do an evening uh, sound bath, and I'll be here in Sweet Eye from 6.30 until we're done. 6.30 to 7.30, I guess. And, oh, oh, uh, we still have room available for our second annual family spring retreat. Um, and all the information is right up there, so please let us know if you have any questions. Um, uh, it, it was... How many? How many? How many were there last year? Was it terrific, or am Why I bragging? Awesome. Yeah, okay. This year we have Tracy and Sydney and Andrew coming, so we have kid program planned. This last year we didn't, but we're we're growing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we have a bonfire. Our 
fire right keeper here. right here. Oh, uh, that was wonderful last fire year. Fire ceremony. And then our leader provides wonderful, wonderful spiritual experiences for us all along the way. You will grow. You will cry. You will eat. It's wonderful. All right. Again, more details are available on the website or in your bulletin, please. Uh, they're over on the, that little half wall there. Feel free to take one home. Uh, no no well-dressed refrigerator should be without one. And uh, I'd like to invite you to uh, sit with me if you have a prayer request, if there's something that, that you'd like prayer or clarification on. I'm, I'm available to you after the service. If you would just like to send a request to all our practitioners you can fill out a prayer card that's over there on the uh, fireplace and if you're not on our email list and would like to be uh, apprised of what's going on uh, there's an information card over there that you can fill out and we'll, we'll get you in the loop and that's about I it for now I think soup day next door awaits us so let's go ahead and sing our way out of here all right <laughs> Sing. All right, here we go. Singing for soup. Here we Singing go. Singing for soup. All together, hand in hand, we see the light. We take a stand and we are changing. A whole new life for you and me. Take it fast and set it free and share this blessing. Love be with you. Fold you, spirit lift you, breathe it in, truth come through you, may good flow to you, let joy renew you until we meet again. Love be with you, Ooh, 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 love be Until we meet again, Ooh, love be with you. Ooh, love be with you. Now breathe it in. Love be with you. Oh, love be with you. Until we meet again. Love be with you. Thank you for being here. Please many, join many us blessings. for lunch next door if you'd like to. <laughs>